Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of prayer this morning Bible study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Lord, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today, just thank you for giving us multiple opportunities, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for anointing us to minister to you, Lord, just mm-hmm. giving us an office, Lord, so that we're able to participate inside of your ministry. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen. Amen. And amen there, promise. Yes. That is a, a powerful dynamic and, and concept that we are participating in Christ's ministry. It's not our own. Amen. He gave us a, a place to participate with him in his work. It's his ministry. Glory to God. And, and by us, I also mean you, the, the listeners. And I mean us humans. Amen. <laughs> that yes. will save people. But, but I also mm-hmm. am talking about the listeners and, and those that have chosen, and by chosen, I mean to come into the Lord's leading, mm-hmm. and partner with this ministry and everything that the Lord is doing in and through it. And we are blessed, and there are many, many around the world, and that is growing constantly. Whether it's keeping people in prayer, us and others in prayer, sewing into the ministry, or even liking, subscribing, and sharing the episodes and on the number of platforms that you find a day of prayer on. Mm-hmm. You are participating in ministry. And everything that is accomplished in the work uh, that you're doing for the kingdom through this ministry is also credited to your heavenly account. I don't mean charged. I mean given. (laughs) Amen. Credited. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Credited. Amen. 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 So, so thank you. Sincerely, thank you. Mm -hmm. And we thank the Lord for you. And we are constantly keeping you in our prayers. So, I just wanted you to be blessed this morning. Mm-hmm. And thank you for joining us because we are now going to get into the Word. We are beginning Acts chapter 13. And can I get a volunteer to read the first 12 verses, please? I will. All right, Layla. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now when they had gone through the island to uh, Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elymas the sorcerer, for so his name was translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, 
O fool of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Amen. So at this time, Amen. and as is our custom, the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I'll begin, I guess. Go ahead, the Charles. Um, the first thing that the Lord was pointing out to me was that I was just slightly laughing at the fact that he named the sorcerer's name Bar-Jesus and how it was to try to be a spinoff of actual Jesus. Counterfeit, yeah. And how I was just trying to figure it out. And even what they were trying to say by it, because I believe that said Bar normally refers to son. Like Bar Jonah, son of Jonah. Mm-hmm. And how it just reminded me of how in the scriptures it said that Jesus had no generation or no lineage afterwards. And they're trying mm-hmm. to say he's the son of Jesus. So I found it interesting that first he was trying to say he was Jesus as well as trying to um, say that Jesus did not fulfill what was supposed to be spoken inside of the word. Amen. Mm. That's, yes. that's very funny. But it also tells us it's the wicked spirits behind it. And then it also shows, um, Charles, you had a, 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 a question or a kind of thought that you thought it was funny in the, or not funny like haha, but strange and odd and ironic yes in the last um chapter that they were um calling herod a god but then they or a king and then they cast out the real king jesus (laughs) now granted those were the jews that did that part but it's still his the same area if you will but it, it tells us that it is true what the word of god says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities and rulers and wicked spirits in heavenly places so even in that you know some people give the devil a lot of credit and go he's so organized and you know he's powerful and no he's not any of those things but you see all these different kind of counterproductive or counterintuitive influences they're all working in their own vein to try to offer an alternative to Jesus Christ. And it doesn't even make any sense. The same people um, rejected the Lord, but wanted another king. But, you know what I mean? Like, so all of these things, and they're all working by the spirits that are not God, and we will just categorize them and lump them into demonic spirits. But, there's no, um, oh, it's a kind of a good spirit. It's a borderline. No, no, no. You're for Christ or you're not. But there is no organization in the adversary's camp. There is no strength or power. The adversary doesn't have any power other than what humans give. So I just wanted to point that out and touch on that. And, um, and whatever organization is there is only attempting to replicate what the Lord has. It's right? counterfeiting. It is, exactly. So so you may have, and you see this throughout scripture, right? Uh, I'll say powers and principalities of darkness that operate in certain areas, right? You see that with Daniel and, right, and all mm-hmm. that. Um, just as some examples. 
So over over an area, and even the Jesus with the demoniac, and he cast out the legion, or yeah, legion. So he cast out the between two and six thousand demons out of the man. They asked to not leave the area, All right? So so they can be around familiar spirits, to, familiar to an area, or that's where they're, you know, uh, assigned as it were. But it's still a counterfeit to what the Lord mm-hmm. has done, has set up, and is nowhere and closely related to any power that the Lord has. Amen. And and we deal with that by speaking the name of Jesus. Think about Amen. how mighty our God is. All we have to do is be in covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ through salvation and speak his name from a place of confidence and trust. And that takes care of wicked spirits. Just like that. There's no wrestling. Amen. There's no arguing. There's no begging and pleading. None of that. Speak the name of Jesus. And it's like, in the name of Jesus... Get out of here, devil. Hallelujah. Isn't that easy? In the name of Jesus, I bind your activity, meaning I cancel your assignment and I stop your activity and I command you to leave this area. I command you to leave my household. I command you to leave my finances or my family in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. That's real simple. That's real simple and real. That's might. That's power. Amen. So back to the, it's funny that they were counterfeiting, all confused in his pretending to be the Lord all over the place with that yes and how another thing that i found interesting was that later when you see um you see that elemis what because that's what i said his name translated when you're trying mm-hmm. to stop um the pro council from believing in the lord and turning to the faith i found it interesting that it said paul looked intently at him it wasn't paul was shaking and shivering wondering what he should do next but he already understood what he needed to do and what he was going to do. And mm-hmm. it wasn't Paul saying tentatively, um, Lord, if I'm operating in your spirit and this is in fact a demon, if I'm not quite sure about it, cast him out, please. Mm-hmm. He was speaking in the power and authority of the Lord that he already had and had been given. How did he know what to say and Thank what you. to do? Yes. What was, the problem was? How did he know? That is the question. The Holy Spirit revealed it to him through oh, word of knowledge. Yes. How and when and why? How do you know that he revealed it? Uh, because, because it said it so. Said, uh, where? <laughs> it said Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him okay. and said. Back that's, up, that's back up a little bit. <laughs> back up a little bit. Actually, you'll know this from uh, a couple of different verses, right? It says in verse 2, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said. Right, so and then that you part see, said to separate them. Yes, and then you see again in verse three. Then, having fasted and prayed, and then in verse four it says being sent out by the Holy Spirit. So, uh, I think we need to discuss this a little bit, right? Um, because modern times we look at fasting just as a okay, it's a time period to give up food, right? But no, fasting and true fasting serves a much greater purpose. The Ultimately, the purpose of fasting is to get your flesh under control, to subdue it, in order that you can clearly and accurately hear the word of the Lord to you, right? Yes. But if we go back to Isaiah 58, right? He's The Lord is talking about fasting that pleases him. And it begins in verse 6. And these are all the same things that we are seeing and reading about here and that we saw in Christ's ministry. 
we'll make that connection here shortly. Uh, verse 6 begins by saying this. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are uh, cast out? When you see the naked, that you dress or cover them, mm -hmm. and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. Right? But that requires us, as we were talking in the previous episode, about removing sin from our life. Removing any and everything that would prevent us from clearly, accurately, and immediately hearing the Lord speaking to us and in our life. And we see the result, or we're reading about the result of that, being led by the Holy Spirit, which is exactly how Christ lived out his ministry on earth. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about just, oh, I'm going to fast for 40 days and 40 nights and just have water, right? Or, or, or the Daniel fast, right? Or I only ate vegetables. I didn't eat any, anything sweet or sugary or, mm -hmm. or meat, right? And all the other different fasts that you see in the Word. It's about living a fasted lifestyle where nothing is stopping us or dimming us or dulling our ears that we can't clearly, accurately, and immediately hear what the Lord is saying to us. Being so in tune by or to him and his Holy Spirit that we can move immediately how he's telling us to move, go where he's telling us to go, say what he's saying to say and doing what he's telling us to do in the manner he's telling us to do it. And that's what you see here and you see the result of that. As just an example here with Saul, now Paul, right? says that yes. in there in verse 9. Mm -hmm. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, right? So you see that, that name change. And you see how the Lord is using him. Mm -hmm. Because he is just, he's being filled and infilled constantly to overflowing with the Holy Spirit and operating how the Lord is leading him. You're seeing that discernment. Because the wool has been removed from Paul's, Saul, now Paul's eyes. And it's nothing that Paul contained within himself. In his flesh, he would declare to us later in the scriptures, dwells no good thing in, in mm -hmm. any of our flesh. Um, one of the things that makes Jesus who he is, is that God was literally his father. The Holy Spirit Amen. overshadowed Mary, right? Giving his lineage to the Messiah, whereas we have sinful um, we were, were born into sin, right, because of the natural lineage that came from Adam in that direct way. But um, in this, Paul is not relying on his own ability. He's not Absolutely relying not. on his piety, his own righteousness, or any of those things. And Jesus, being pure, did not rely on his own flesh. He didn't rely on his own ability. We saw after he was tempted, after he fasted, he was weak, and, and he was 
Well, he was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit after he was baptized Amen. and the Holy Spirit descended upon him and remained, right? And yes. he, after he, was fa- he had fasted 40 days, he was weakened, physically weakened. That, mm. That's, that's a, a whole nother level of fasting beyond what we do, right? We, we take a couple of weeks maybe and we're like, phew, if we do <laughs> an only it. water fast <laughs> three days and we're huffing and puffing. But when he was tempted... He was physically weakened. And then after he passed the temptation, the ministering angels came and, and ministered to him. But Paul, who is a carnal man who has been made a new creation by Christ Jesus, didn't say, not, not, I got this. I prayed and fasted back there. I'm good. Let me go, Holy Spirit. I know what to do here. No, he stayed in step and relied on the Holy Spirit step by step by step by step Amen. by step by step and infinitely right he kept going with god and what i mean by that is he didn't take and go okay never mind lord i got this i know that's a devil and and start trying to work out of his flesh to accomplish the plan and the will of god because he knew right because the holy spirit revealed it he got the word from the holy spirit on how to handle this situation which is why holy spirit backed it up now if he had just said i fasted back there you know when they laid hands if they had just said, I fasted back there where they laid hands and was okay with that, then he would have been out on his own. But his lifestyle that he had learned was to stay in fellowship. And that doesn't just mean, well, I don't think I did any sin. I didn't do any bad sin. It means that you're always listening for his voice. You're always looking, looking for his counsel and instruction. You're always asking, Lord, what do you say? What do you see? How do you want me to handle this? So letting it pass by before the Lord to get his thoughts and his ways on the situation. Amen. And so that means in a, in a moment when someone's speaking to you, you can be internally dialoguing with Holy Spirit going, Holy Spirit, what do mm-hmm. you say about this? Holy Spirit, what's your thought on this? How do you feel about this? What do you want me to say? And nobody ever has to know that you're praying and that you're talking to the Lord in this way, but you making a habit and cultivating that on the inside of you and your relationship and fellowship with Holy Spirit will lead to these kind of results because this is Holy Spirit's job. This was God's idea for us to live with him Amen. in this way. This was God's idea and we saw our Messiah live this out and he said, the works that I do, greater you're going to do the same things, but greater works. And we love to go straight to the miracles because it makes us look powerful and it makes us look important. But that's not the, that's not the big thing. That's the minimal thing. He said, all heaven rejoices over one of these that's turned from sin and turned to salvation. So he's not, the, the miracles is a means to reap the kingdom. And it's a part of our covenant mm-hmm. relationship to, to restore that or to manifest what the Lord has already promised. It's not what we seek after. The, but so is giving a word in season, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Especially to a, an unbeliever or someone that has backslidden, mm-hmm. in the, to use the church terminology, right? Mm-hmm. Has chosen to not go after the Lord for some time. Or to draw back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then giving them that timely word that's delivered by the Holy Spirit through you to restore such a one. Amen. That is what heaven rejoices over, and that is just as powerful as the miracle. It may not get all the attention <laughs> from humans. From human, right? But, but I don't see anywhere in Scripture where it says heaven celebrates when a miracle is performed. I just don't see it. But also, 
There were miracles, countless miracles performed in the wilderness with the children of Israel and how many still went to hell. They perished. They saw the power of the Lord move daily, like countless times throughout the day. Water, manna, clothes didn't wear out. Shoes, Shoes didn't wear out. Like, Their feet didn't swell. Exactly. They, they were covered by a cloud. <laughs> they didn't burn in the mm-hmm. sun. Mm-hmm. And warmed by a fire. But night. yet, even with all those miracles... Many still perish. They never entered in to the Lord's rest. Mm-hmm. Amen. So start small with the Lord. If you don't know his voice where he can speak to you clearly, start small with him. Um, spend time reading the scriptures, right? Getting that mm-hmm. down on the inside of you and then say, Holy Spirit, I know you're here. I know you're with me. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, take a moment and receive that. Amen. But and at the moment you got saved, Holy Spirit came to live in your in your heart and in you and became one with you. So did mm-hmm. the Father and the Son. Ask Holy Spirit, show me which way to go. And then listen for a an inner peace or reflection of peace, not your mind, because mm-hmm. your mind is corrupt until it's been renewed, but it's not trustworthy. Your spirit man is trustworthy because that is divinely connected and in communion and fellowship with the Lord. So you're, you're looking for a peace or if there's a feeling of unrest, like, I don't, I can't explain it. I just know I shouldn't do that. Follow that. That's Holy Spirit telling, you no, and keep practicing that every day, every day, every day. And do not choose to disobey when Holy Spirit ministers to you about whatever it is, no matter how small it seems, obey him. And that will increase your ability to hear and it'll open your perspective to go to bigger things with him and to be able to trust beyond just the small questions and the small things it'll increase your capacity to receive from the lord and to hear his voice practice that any and know this anytime you choose to disobey the voice of god will get smaller because you looked at him you knew what he said and you purposely chose to disobey meaning i don't want what you have got Right. Okay. We just got to look at it, you know, point blank and be honest about it. But when you look at what Holy Spirit says, when you know it and you consider and you go, okay, you're worth it to me. I know I may be trembling. I know I may, my mind may be uncertain, but I know that you're certain and I trust you. And I say, yes, and I obey. Then the Lord, the Lord's voice will get louder in you. It'll get stronger. You'll build more confidence and you'll be able to go further and last longer. Amen. Let's stop there for today. There's a lot to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you and, and seek Him on. And we want to give you the opportunity to do that. So, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us into all truth and shows us things to come. Lord, we pray blessings and protection over our partners and our listeners, Lord, as they come in and as they Mm -hmm. go out, Lord, Mm -hmm. and every activity that you sent them in, Lord. We thank you for those that you're bringing in, God, and we rejoice and celebrate for the opportunity of helping them grow in you, God. We thank you for all that you're doing, for your compassion and your justice, Lord. We thank you for the justice that's prevailing in this country, Lord, and all the countries of the of the world, Lord, that it, your justice is filling the earth. So, God, we thank you for it. We thank you for your peace that you've given each and every one of us, Lord, your rest and your shalom. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for this time together, Lord. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty amen. name, amen. And amen. 
Well, we love you. God bless you. and Have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.